1979 was banking on one very important fact. A post-Star Wars audience wanted more science fiction. Enter the original space hero, Buck Rogers in the 25th century, which premiered on this day in 1979. I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5 for September 20th. Okay, before we get to the 25th century, we need to look at TV production in the 1970s. Universal Studios, like most others, was committed to create something, anything, to hook the sci-fi crowd. They went to Glenn Larson, whose Battlestar Galactica was well done, but simply too expensive to maintain on TV economics. They struck a deal to create a miniseries of feature-length Buck Rogers stories that would air throughout the year, all based on the story of a 20th century astronaut who awakens in the 25th. Setting a good chunk of it on Earth would ease the production burden, and they could simply reuse a lot of the concept art, props, costumes, and set pieces that either didn't make it to Galactica or could be repurposed. The first film had trouble finding its lead. Originally intended for a 20-something Kurt Russell who turned them down, a more mature Gil Gerard walked in and nailed the charisma and empathy needed for a character like Buck. This Buck Rogers would be a suave but approachable leading man, a hero for the disco era. Cameras rolled, and the executives liked what they saw. In fact, they liked it so much that the first of the intended TV movies was released theatrically in March of 1979 with some sexy opening credits and a few other moments that didn't make it to TV. After a few edits, that film was pared down to fit a Thursday primetime time slot. Buck was off and running on September 20th. If Buck was meant to scratch the small screen sci-fi itch, how did he do? While Buck didn't exactly win over the majority of critics, audiences were perfectly satisfied to follow the adventures of Captain Rogers, Wilma Deering, played by former model Aaron Gray, and their robot buddy Tweaky, voiced by Mel Blanc, and his robot buddy, Dr. Theopolis. Guest stars were in abundance. Julie Newmar, Jack Palance, Jamie Lee Curtis, Mark Leonard, Henry Silva, and Jerry Orbach all stopped by. So did the late, tragic Dorothy Stratton, which leads to another of Buck's enduring formula, a kind of winking sexuality that was apparent to the adults, but still wholesome enough for family viewing. While it might not have been the ratings juggernaut NBC hoped for, Buck almost immediately gained a kind of cult status and absolutely blew up overseas. When the first season started airing in the UK on Saturdays in 1980, it crushed the reigning BBC king, Doctor Who, which then forced the Doctor to run for higher ground on a new weeknight time slot. The show turned along for 24 episodes, but something about it changed. It wasn't outright camp like Batman, and Buck was also not a high-minded morality tale like Star Trek. The lighthearted show never quite settled on a tone, wildly vacillating between poignant and topical to action-heavy to outright goofy comedy. Star Gil Gerard was unhappy and even expressed his desires in the press that the show not get picked up for a second season. Much to Gerard's chagrin, the show was picked up, but only amid huge conceptual changes, which took the show off Earth and a production and cast shakeup amid a 1980s actor strike. The changes weren't popular with the audience who bailed after the season premiere, leaving Buck to languish for 12 more episodes until cancellation. 
Buck's legacy lives on, though, going back to the original 1928 novella that kicked off the phenomenon to the early serials to the beloved 1979 TV series. It seems like Rogers is always waiting in the wings for a reboot. Those attempts have been teased in recent years, with the latest being two projects, one from Skydance and the other from Legendary, with George Clooney as one of the names attached. While we can't promise disco dancing robots, we can assume that Buck will one day find a new life in the future which is only fitting. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for September 20th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.